With the new X series of scratch-offs from the New York Lottery, you can multiply your winnings up to 100 times. The X series from the New York Lottery. It's a better way to multiply. You must be 18 years or older to purchase. Please play responsibly. Bill's backup quarterback, Davis Webb, is our guest on this week's episode of Bill's Pod Squad. Davis tells us about the quarterback's room and why you need your head on a swivel around Josh Allen and offensive coordinator Brian Zayball. He also gets into one of his off-season trips, which was meeting up with several teammates in Fort Lauderdale. Davis dives into what he does behind the scenes during the season and why he meets with several players to get them ready for games. All that and more as we get going on Bill's Pod Squad right now. Welcome into this week's episode of Bill's Pod Squad presented by the New York Lottery. Maddie Glab, here is your host, and OTAs are underway at One Bill's Drive. I'm joined by a guy who knows Josh Allen better than many on this roster. It's backup quarterback Davis Webb. Davis, thanks for carving out some time. I'm surprised you're not already diving into our 2021 opponents, but you might already be. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, I see you're back at One Bill's Drive. So what is it like being back, being back? around some of your teammates it was awesome you know to actually get the first practice today see everybody in helmets and jerseys and um be in the stretching lines and you know communicate with teammates go to lunch meetings with the coaches just have everybody back here's a lot of fun and it was a good first day and uh, we're looking forward to a couple more weeks of this yeah um just being back with everybody you said you had first practice today i mean how did that go how was it to be you know on the field with your teammates preparing for week one and preparing for this upcoming season. Yeah, today was awesome just to have, you know, a new quarterback room. You know, have Josh, we added Mitch, we have Jake, be around Dorsey and Shea and Dave. So that was a lot of fun. And you guys, guys like Gabe Davis, Duke and Jake Kumaro. And it was just got good to see everyone back in Buffalo. Everybody trained in either Florida, California, Texas, Arizona. But now we're all here and um, we're very excited to get things going. I mean, we get to this point at May and it's time, of course, for OTAs and, and, and off-season work um, back in Buffalo or back wherever team, um, wherever you are in the NFL, you know, everybody's getting back to training and getting back to preparing for the upcoming season. Do you feel like it comes quicker and quicker now that the Bills are playing later and later in the playoffs? I mean, personally, I feel like we blinked and it was like, okay, uh, here's free agency, here's the draft, here's the schedule release, and everybody's already back at the complex. It seems like you get so little time to like reset, relax, and then it's right back into it. Do you feel that way now too, um, especially playing into the AFC championship game? It's a good feeling though. This was the <laughs> longest year we had, especially for Josh and me. Um, a lot of guys that we never gotten that far before. You know, the previous organizations that never made the playoffs came here in my third year got to taste the playoffs in my fourth year and um, very, very excited um, to be able to keep playing and, and get one game away. So, um, yeah, the offseason was very quick, but, you know, about a month ago, you're kind of itching to get back with the fellows and, and hang out and throw, throw around, get into meetings, have walkthroughs, and you just miss Buffalo. And um, we're really excited to get going again, hopefully uh, play a couple more weeks. Yeah, I love that. It was dead. And then the rookies came in. I was like, oh my gosh, there are life in these hallways. I cannot wait 
for everybody to get back. But you talked about like a new quarterback room and there's a couple new guys and I'm sure Jake is going to be around a lot more than he was this past season uh, because he was away from the quarterbacks and, and practicing kind of on his own on his own. It was fun to hear Josh talk about him, though, at the end of the season, saying like it was nice to have Jake Fromm around just for a hot second because he's been isolated from us so much, of course, playing during a season where there was a pandemic. Um, but you guys also have Mitch Trubisky on your team now. So I want to go around the quarterback room and you guys, you know, these guys better than I do. So I want to hit you with, can you give me like a fun fact or a fun tidbit just about the personality of each guy in that room? So we'll start out with this one. Jake and Mitch are about to be married in about <laughs> a month and a half or two. So half the room's going to be uh, all locked away. Josh and I are, you know, we just got girlfriends just hanging out. So we're, uh, those two guys are, are uh, getting married. Um, Jake, obviously, was a COVID quarterback last mm -hmm. year, um, which is not easy because that was his first year and he really wasn't around us too much. But, um, you know, Jake obviously had a really successful career in college at Georgia. And, um, you know, he gets better each and every day. He's very smart, um, loves football. He's a very good golfer, very good hunter, fisher. He's more of the outdoorsy. Um, guy when it comes to the quarterback room he's all about that life um Do you, Mitch, have you guys I, done any outdoorsy stuff with him just golf I'm not really into hunting or fishing not or anything. no no I'd rather do anything else <laughs> but I'm from Texas so that's like very rare I would say I say a lot of people my friends growing up were into hunting and fishing I just that doesn't doesn't get no, not a fan that's okay um yeah. What about Mitch? What is he like? He's, he's the newest quarterback to this group. Um, how does he fit into the picture here? What has it been like to, you know, get to know him probably over the, the couple weeks that you guys have been together, maybe just a week. Yeah. Well, I, Mitch and I came in the same uh, draft class together. He was number two overall pick of Chicago. Um, I went to the third round of the Giants, So we kind of went to the rookie premiere together in LA, went to the combine together. So I've known Mitch for five years um so i was excited when we signed him because i had a relationship with him before um and then i went to fort lauderdale uh, about three or four weeks ago to hang out with stefan diggs and um isaiah mckenzie and gabe davis and brian powell and i and mitch and mitch was in boca that's where he lives in the off season so we, he came down we threw um got a couple practice session in practice sessions in and he was awesome so he's a very relatable guy i've known him for a little while um, he's getting married, met his uh, fiance last week. We had a little surprise dinner for Josh. Um, his birthday was last Friday. So, um, you know, they both really fit in really well. And I think they're really going to like Buffalo. That's awesome. Um, what about Josh? I feel like, I mean, a lot of us, you know, know the facts that are already out there about Josh, but do you have anything that's more just a, a you, you and Josh relationship thing that, that you could spill the beans on or maybe educate us a little bit on? Oh man, his golf game has improved dramatically. Ooh. He was always good. He was always good, but now he is taking the next step and he is great. He played last week. I mean, he's he's hitting it really good. Um, I'm trying to think of a personal thing. We we have many. Um, I'm trying to think though. It's uh yeah, yeah, I think of ones that are PG. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh he's he's uh, he's my favorite team I ever had. He's very good at pranks. He, he's got a little Eli Manning in him when it comes to playing pranks on guys and having good jokes, good one-liners. Um, can't take things too serious with him, can never answer any of his questions. 
you have to pause and kind of give it a little bit of time and you have to try to think of what his answer could be because he there's a there's a prank within every question why uh, is why he's he your favorite teammate is it because of the off the field stuff the on the field stuff a combination between the two because yeah i mean you've, you've played with some great players since you've been in the nfl so what is it about josh i mean we all know josh is an amazing quarterback and a player. So it makes sense that you're saying this, but you know, what goes on um, that makes you think that he's, you know, your favorite teammate that you've had so far. Um, I just think the off field relationship, relationship, I'm there at his house every Friday, we're going over the game plan or um, going to quarterback dinners. And um, I mean, every day we're together on and off the field and he's very personable. He cares about everybody. He uh, he's not just interested in getting to know people in the facility. He brings guys to his house. Um, gets to know him, them, their families, their backstories, their pets. I mean, he's all in on getting to know the person. And not many guys are like that, especially in his shoes, where, you know, he's the face of the franchise and the face of Buffalo, in my opinion. So um, he's going to continue to get better. He's a great leader and by far best team I ever had. I think Bills fans are going to love to hear that because I love to hear it as well. Um, you said that he's great at like hosting people, inviting people over. I know last year was, was different in so many ways, but you know, you think about being a host or inviting people over um, there's probably food that is involved with that. Is Josh Allen a good cook or does he kind of avoid that situation in the kitchen? Well, usually the kind of the tradition is going to a steakhouse ah. you know, where we back in the day before COVID, we would go to like Chop House or yeah. Hutch's or um, Tempo or we'll mix it up. And if we, if we had an early game or a big fly, we go to like OP Social or mm -hmm. something and uh, we would mix up. We, when we got on a winning streak, we continue to go to that steakhouse. So we, we went like, I think, seven or eight last year in a row. Was it six, seven? What was it? We, we went, we had a good run last year. It was just straight six hutches. Seven, for, yeah. Yeah, it was straight hutches for six or seven weeks, which is good. And we oh. love it. And um, but Josh has cooked before. He can he can grill good steaks. Um, he's good at the wings. Um, he's he can he can do it all. You know, he play golf, he can throw football and he can cook. So if his golf game has gotten better this off season, do you think the riding on the wall is there for his his fourth season in the NFL? I think it's a direct correlation. I love it. I mean, duh, why not? Golf, football, basically the same thing, you know, the yeah. same motion, hitting the ball, throwing the ball. Yeah. It, it all correlates in so He's many rotating ways. good. He's doing a good job. <laughs> I love it. What What were you up to this offseason? Where did you train? Uh, what did you do? Did you uh, go on any trips? Did you take some time to relax? Or are you someone who just kind of likes to dive right back in when the season is over? Usually, I the past four off seasons, I kind of just stayed around and kind of just continued the routine. I, you know, I want to coach when I'm done. So that's kind of, kind of my mindset. This off season is a little different. I went back to Dallas, lived downtown and kind of digressed, worked out at Exos. Um, Nate Becker lived in Dallas. So we were able to kind of connect that way and throw um, with other NFL players throughout the leagues and college guys coming up um, through the draft process at Exos. So that was kind of my routine. Went to Tulum, Mexico which was awesome. Never been to Mexico. It was beautiful. Um, a lot of fun. And then we went to uh, Fort Lauderdale, hung out with some teammates. So um, it was a good off season. Um, got back to Buffalo about a month ago, kind of get back into the routine, get back to the swing of things, get back with the strength staff and the training staff and uh, be around teammates. Cause I mean, after about three weeks, you're ready to get back with all the, all the boys and uh, hang out.
Yeah, that's awesome. I have never been to Tulum. I've been to Cabo, but Tulum is definitely on my list because I feel like anytime I open up Instagram or TikTok, there's something about like Tulum on there and why I should go visit Tulum. It looks gorgeous and it looks like the perfect getaway reset um, from football season and to get your mind right for this year. Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah. Good six days. Great hotel on the beach. All inclusive. Unbelievable food. No, we just stayed at the hotel um no none of that and really in saloon it was kind of like you get a hotel okay. on the str- like their little strip there's 15 hotels and it, it's it's you gotta walk everywhere but uh, a lot of good a lot of good miles walking and uh, a lot a lot of good food oh mm. my goodness what's your favorite type of food um i'm from texas so tex-mex is uh, my favorite barbecues right behind it um but torchies tacos torchies torchies is good torchies oh, yeah. is so good uh, Trailer Park, extra trashy. That's the order there. Some queso and guacamole. <laughs> Mix them both. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the move. Yum. So you also said that you went to Fort Lauderdale and met up with some of the teammates. Um, I know the last offseason, you guys also met up in Florida um, and did some workouts together. What was it like to be back with the guys? Um, I know you you organized the workouts when it came to two off seasons ago, I guess now. So were you kind of in that type of role again when you guys met up this off season? Yeah, I just wanted to come visit some of the guys, um, especially Steph and Gabe and Isaiah and introduce myself to BP and um, get to know Mitch. I mean, it was great. Get down there, get a little sun before camp, one more little trip um kind of relax on the beach and then go throw for a couple hours and then go back to the beach and hang out with the fellows so it was um it was a lot of fun uh, seeing step again throwing a game and isaiah and um yeah i was i had to run those workouts put the script together real quick and um that was a lot of fun but i think josh got something planned um for uh some for june and july so we'll get together one more time and uh, not sure where the location is we have some uh, some ideas but i think it's gonna be pretty special is it different that you guys get together as much as you do outside of the facility and during the off season? I mean, did this happen at all on previous teams? And I know you were only on the Giants and the Jets for a small amount of time compared to your time with the Bills. But do you think this is this is something that that doesn't really happen frequently elsewhere? Yeah, I just think it comes back to having Josh as a leader and, you know, having a great offensive coordinator, a great offensive coaching staff where, you know, they put us in good positions to make plays and um, we saw that last year with Josh and Steph, especially and Cole Beasley. And um, now we got an addition of Emmanuel Sanders and Dawson Knox and Tommy Sweeney's coming back, Jacob Hollister's an addition. Um, then we got the great backs and Zach and Motor, and our O line's basically intact and we just upgraded. And so I think it's a lot of fun just to kind of get to know guys, come back to OTAs, and then kind of reset off the field, hang out, get to know each other. Because if you know somebody, you're going to play harder for them. And, um, that's something that Coach McDermott and, and, and uh, Brandon has done a great job of getting the right people in here and just and trying to be safe off the field during this time, but get to know everyone and because um, you play a lot harder for the guy next to you, you know everything about him. You just named like all the players that are coming back and the additions that we have on offense this year. As a quarterback, what's your mindset when you know like pretty much the entire roster on offense is going to be back and you you only add to the weapons category uh, and you re-sign some really important pieces on that offensive line? Is your mind kind of turning in a way like, oh my gosh, this is going to be incredible what we're going to be able to do. This is just the beginning compared to last season of, of how we can take it to the next level. Yeah. But every year is new year. You know, I, I found that out 
yeah. right out the gate my rookie year. The I think the Giants won the division, went 11 and five. And the mm -hmm. next year they did pretty similar things and it didn't work out. So, I mean, every year is a new year. Um, Coach McDermott's making sure we all have the right mindset and uh, we know how good we can be. And I think Josh is going to have a great year with all, all of our uh, teammates and uh, we're going to enjoy a lot of success. That's the goal. But right now, just kind of get to know each other, get back to the swing of things and then pick it up when it comes to August. Yeah, I got you. I got that. Um, you know, you said you organized the last two kind of off-season workouts, and I know um, during the season when you were asked about the coaching staff really had raving reviews about what you do outside of what's required of you to help this team prepare for every single game. And um, Matt Perino did a great article on you just kind of about what your game week looks like and all the prep that you do uh, to help the team as a whole get ready for whatever's next on the schedule. I thought that was crazy, the amount of time that you probably put in outside of practices, outside of meetings um, to help with all this. When did you realize, like, oh, I'm kind of good at this. I'm, I'm good at the coach life. I'm good at, at um, making highlight tapes or I'm, I'm good at scouting another team. Uh, when was the first time that you kind of dove into that and, and got the feedback of you could do this for the rest of your life and be pretty successful if you wanted to? Yeah, I think since my dad being a 30 plus year high school football coach in the state of Texas and just seeing the way he works each and every day and his coaching and his fellow coaches and um, I had so many good coaches growing up in all sports, hockey, baseball, basketball, um, and football, obviously. And uh, in college, I had the blessing to be around Cliff Kingsbury, Sonny Dykes, Jake Spavadol. So a lot of great coaches. Um, I would say my rookie year, um, you know, Eli Manning, I think he was 35. Or so. so they pretty much had a pretty good routine of how the week went. And um, I was a rookie and I, I kind of got asked to do a few things. And well, if you ask me to do something, I try to do a little bit more and a little bit extra once I earn your trust. And um, it kind of stemmed from there. And I just kept doing it because I want to be able to help that room succeed. And um, if the starter's playing good, that means we're winning games. And if he isn't, then it, it falls on all of us. So whatever it takes to help Josh succeed each and every Sunday, because um, we need guys to get open and he'll deliver it to them. So hanging out with all the receivers and the running backs and the young guys, especially has been so much fun. It's going to help me in the next step, but I'm not ready to take that step yet. I still want to throw a couple more completions and then uh, we'll roll on that. Part. Yeah. 100%. When did you start to take on these responsibilities with the bills? Was it like right when you got here or was it kind of over time as you started to get to know the coaching staff and you started to get to know Dorsey and Dave's um, and all those guys on the offense? Yeah, I think this was my fifth offense. I had to learn in three years. So I was getting pretty good at learning them. So I told Dave's give me a couple of weeks and then I'll be able to do whatever you want me to do. And um, once I earned the trust, from Josh, Dave, Dorsey, and Shea, I was kind of able to bring some young guys along. That year was Motor and Dawson and Tommy and Nate Becker. And, um, man, they, they had a heck of a year, a heck of a rookie campaign. So we met every Friday um, for sure. And then we try to sneak in a little, maybe a Monday or Tuesday session from basically week three on. And it was a lot of fun. We kind of kept doing it. We just kept adding guys in there. We had a Christian Wade in there and just young guys who um, maybe weren't playing as much as they – could they were just you know we have we have a very good roster so just trying to get guys um, ready to go for the preseason we didn't have a preseason last year so that was disappointing but we're looking forward to it this year and um, Duke Williams walks in we get to go um, watch them one-on-ones and um, and then once the older guys saw that we kind of put a lot of plays in for that week now Cole Beasley would stop in Steph would stop in John Brown would stop in last year and 
um, all the tight ends, all the running backs. So we all, we all had a little schedule and um, made a show up on time where they'd be kicked out. That is incredible that you, that there's a schedule of, all right, all right, we're coming through. We're talking to Davis. He's going to show us some things that he saw on tape. Maybe that's going to help us. Um, I read that you do a lot of stuff with cornerbacks reports when it comes to preparing for an upcoming, upcoming opponent. Um, can you just kind of give me, I know it's a lot, but can you give me like a quick overview of like some of the stuff that you do and maybe your favorite day of the week when you're in season? Yeah, so let's say it's week two, and I think we're playing the Dolphins week two, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So week one, we played the Steelers. That's, that'll be a Thursday. Let's say it's week one, it's Thursday night. Uh, we just got done with third down, basically, and some situational football. And um, after meetings, I would go upstairs and kind of talk to the scouts in the bullpen, Curtis and Mero, and kind of get a feel of who we're playing next, get a couple depth charts from Shea, and kind of just start watching the, the Dolphins on Thursday night, watch a few games. Um, obviously, it'd be week two, so you'd watch those three preseason games and then wait for their week one a game and watch the end of last year and just start have a feel for the DBs, kind of just watch them and write up what they do really, really well. It's the NFL. There's a lot of good. And then a couple of things maybe they struggle with. There's not many of those guys. You know, everybody in the NFL is pretty good. So kind of nitpick, nitpick a little bit and um, kind of start that process Thursday night. Um, and then Friday, it's kind of fast Friday. It's red zone, in and out. So Friday morning, I get back to it, start writing up some more stuff based on the defense, the general knowledge, what kind of coverages they play, how they play those coverages, what's their favorite things, and special blitzes, et cetera, anything I see signal-wise. And then we go to practice. As soon as practice is over, it's Chick-fil-A. So we get lunch there, and then guys are trickling in. Steph will come in. Uh, JB will come in. Cole will come in. Um, and we'll kind of watch film from the week, anything they kind of just didn't hit their brain right away on Monday or Tuesday. I have a little cheat sheet I make the whole week of just plays or reminders for those guys. So I'll kind of have that printed out for them and so they can kind of look at it uh, throughout the weekend and I'll send it to them again on Sunday night so they can look at it on their phones in the locker room Sunday morning or on the way to work. So kind of do that process. And then when they leave, I'll start finishing up my DB report and then Josh will come in either to my office or I'll go over to his house and we'll just kind of go through Wait, the whole game. Wait, time out. You, you have an office? I have a few. I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> I'm like a nomad. I'm all over the place, you know, <laughs> I'm moving. All I'm, right. I start in Shay's office. I take over that one. And then I go over to the bullpen, hang out. And then I go downstairs to the old quarterback room. It's kind of, we don't ever, we're not in there anymore. So I kind of take over that one. Sometimes I'll take over the tight end room. Um, I'm just, I'm just all over the place. So wherever okay. I can find some quiet place for my music and myself, we're rolling. Okay. okay keep going. <laughs> it's gotta have Spotify though. I have to have a playlist going. So it's a playlist for every day, every situation. So that's a big, yes, has to happen. Amazing. Um, so now we're on to Josh going through the whole game plan, kind of ranking his plays. I'm writing them down. Um, we're just going through scenarios. What's their, what, how they play during this situation? You know, what, what's their favorite blitzes in two minutes and et cetera, et cetera. Um, once we do that, we kind of finish up and kind of compare our rankings to one another. And usually we're pretty close. Um, sometimes his two is my three or his one's my one. And sometimes his one's my seven, you know? So it's kind of fun to kind of compare and see how close we are and then send it over to Dave's and Shay and let them, organize the game plan then we'll eat and then um friday night usually we go to josh's and eat or steakhouse and covid and all that stuff's good sunday saturday morning get get in really early and 
dress it all up, make it all pretty. That was some underlines in there, some bowls, some some uh, different colors to kind of make stuff pop out and hand it into Doris and Shea and then um, keep three copies for the quarterbacks. So when the game's done on Sunday, I'll email them as soon as the game's over. Within 15 minutes, we'll have an email basically outlining the next week's opponent within 15 minutes after the game, and then they'll have a hard copy. That is crazy that you do all of that and you still have the time to be in practices and everything because it sounds like a second full-time job on top of the job of being an NFL player. Do you have a life at all in season? You said you had a um, girlfriend. Does she see uh, you at that's all? New. In that's season? new though. That, that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> have you worn have you worn yeah. her what's coming week one? Yeah. I think, yeah, she might need to read the article, maybe. <laughs> no, she, she's, she, she's been warned. Um, yeah, I love this game. It's, it's what I want to do the rest of my life. And, um, you know, that's what I plan on doing. So it's, um, it's a special game, special relationships. And that's the best thing about football. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. And we still got practice, still got to play defense, got to play post safety, and then you got to play quarterbacks on Fridays. That's, that's when it's really fun. Shea calls a good two-point play, and then <laughs> – the boys always have a good celebration for the team um, when the offense succeeds, which usually do, they usually do. With all the work that you do and you put in and, and all the guys that you interact with throughout the week, I mean, it's, it's far more than some players get to interact with when it comes to game prep, for sure. Um, what type of responses do you get from your teammates and the coaching staff over the season? I'm sure there's some interesting and, and cool, unique interactions that you get, but what are the thank yous that you get from some of these guys? I'm sure, you know, at the end of the season, when people are reflecting, you're, you're one of the people that sticks out in their mind of someone who helped them every single week. Yeah. I mean, it's always nice to be told that, but the reason I'm doing it, so we went on Sunday. So maybe <laughs> coach McDermott will give us a victory Monday off so I can be in my office and not have anybody come in. So <laughs> Um, that's kind of the goal is to kind of just win the game on Sunday and then reload and do it again. So that's all cool. And, you know, Dave, Shay, Doris, they say thank you plenty. Coach McDermott has said thank you plenty in a team meeting environment. Um, I think the coolest moment last year is I got the W of the week last year after a win. Got the, That was a cool moment. And uh, that happened a couple times. And um, it's just a great building, great people. And, uh, you know, just do your job and, do whatever it takes for the team. That's all, that's all we're here for. It's a, you know, it's a shared investment equals shared results. And, um, you know, we're all in this together and we're all, uh, you know, fighting to win for the city and each other so we can all stick around and um, enjoy Buffalo. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with the amount of time and effort that you put into everything and every player puts in and every coach puts in, you know, you really do love what you're doing and you have to love it because, you wouldn't be doing this and you wouldn't be doing all of that work unless you absolutely loved it. So it's not even work. It's just, just <laughs> going out there, listening to music and watching ball. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. So there's um, yeah, it's, it's the best. Do you have a favorite day or do you have a favorite thing that you do through the week or on game day that, you know, you're looking forward to every week and you're looking forward to even now getting back into it. I mean, Friday is always fun because that's basically I do all my meetings with Josh mm -hmm. or the receivers and, um, you have to go do rankings with Josh. That's a great day. Obviously, Sunday is the best day. You kind of see how everything plays out, how the game plan kind of comes together. And last year was a little different because we couldn't be on the field for most of the time. So, yeah. like, we had to be yeah, – there's a lot of rules. So, I had to do on Sundays basically scout the other team. And if we play them again, have a 
notes and anything we kind of gave off that the next week's opponent would know. So Sundays were a little busy. I couldn't, you know, you can't ever really enjoy it. You have to really focus in and, you know, help the team and the coaches because they're, they're worried about what's going on down there. I'd be kind of worried about what's going on from a bird's eye view. And um, so that, that's a little interesting. And then Monday is fun. Is Monday's probably the most fun because Josh and the guys will come back in and there'll be a hundred play cut up ready for them as soon as they walk in. So I tag all these plays and try and make it pretty and not make it boring so they can kind of watch through it. And it makes sense. It's like a book and um, chapter by chapter. And so they're able to watch it with Steph and maybe some plays we messed up the day before that be snuck in there for the next week and um, hit it one more time and then move on, flush it and get ready for the next week's opponent, which I've been thinking about since Thursday. (laughs) It sounds like you need an intern, Davis. I mean, you should put applications out there. (laughs) No, I'm I'm basically Shay's intern. I love it. I love it. Um, are you already doing stuff for this season? I would imagine there there's already been some stuff um, prepared and done and is, is, is going to be done over the next couple of weeks, because once you get into, you know, once you're back in Buffalo, everybody's itching to get to week one anyways, and there's already prep to do. So are your days already busy? Right now, not too much. It's still off season stuff. Yeah. So now it's kind of just you know, get back to playing quarterback and do your best in the off season and kind of help the young guys, the guys we, you know, added to this off season through the draft and free agency and signings guys I'll be playing with in the preseason. Um, I think we already talked to a couple of guys. We're going to start watching some tape later in the week this week and kind of make sure we're all on the same page so we can attack these next four weeks in a three-day mini camp and then come back in training camp and get ready for preseason where, you know, you're playing for, you know, a spot on the, on the roster. So we're going to start doing that later this week. We already have some uh, some ideas and some time scheduled, but um, we're excited to get that thing going. Heck yeah. Um, I heard you say you have time to get back to being a quarterback right now. I mean, we just spent the last 10 minutes talking about what you do for other people and how you help the Bills prepare. But what do you want to do for yourself? There's a reason why you haven't given up football yet. And there's a reason why you're not a full-on coach yet so what are your like goals and aspirations on the bills and with your career in the nfl and just maximize your potential is the easiest way to put it you know just throw as best you can find completions and don't make many mental mistakes and just keep getting better because this is a weird game you can be one play away two plays away Mm -hmm. i mean you saw the denver broncos covid quarterback situation last year so i mean it's a weird life and you just kind of have to be ready and ride the wave and, um, you know, just be prepared. So I always will be that and I'll be ready to go whenever that happens. But our goal is to have Josh play each and every snap and do the best of his ability, which is, you know, out of this world. Yeah, that's, that's my goal too. Um, and I cannot wait to see what he does this season. A um, couple more questions for you before uh, you, you head away. Cause I'm sure you have some other stuff going on today. So I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, you talked about music. I want to touch on music. You said there's a playlist for every day. What type of music do you like? How do you make your playlists? Um, I know you mentioned Spotify, I mean, when did your love for music start and kind of how do you how do you put that together? What what do you like genre wise? Yeah, um, it's, it's a little weird. It's a little different. Um, I'm all over the place music wise. Um, I think music is great for team bonding because music's kind of like everybody likes music. So 
Um, you can really connect with guys and get to know guys. Everybody has different food options or um, they're from different backgrounds, different parts of the country, especially in NFL. We have guys from, you know, um, Wyoming, North, North Cal, SoCal, basically two different states there. Um, Texas, Oklahoma, Florida, different colleges, different backgrounds. But music is is universal. So that, that's kind of a good way to get to know guys. Uh, Monday is kind of alternative music for me. Tuesday's country. Wednesday's old school rock. Mostly late 70s, early 80s. Petty, Fleetwood Mac, The Police, Jackson Brown. Thursday's rap. Friday's Kings of Leon, my favorite band. Saturday is Shuffle. It's 9,000 songs on my Spotify, so I just push Shuffle and let it ride. Oh, my gosh. Sunday's usually R&B and, like, um, stuff like that. During the season, it's not been the offseason. It's more of that. So it's really all over the place. Um, I listen to three songs every morning, whatever that day is, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's always three songs to start the day, um, depending on that day. Um, yeah, every situation, film, playlist. Um, that's a big one, but just kind of push shuffle and just let it ride. That's pretty epic. Are you a big concerts guy? Are you looking forward to being able yeah. to go back to con yeah. concerts when yeah. those start back up again? Yeah, anything live music, I'm a big fan. Um, growing up in Texas, here in Texas country bands, Randy Rogers, Josh Abbott band. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good music down there. So, but I, I have a very wide, wide variety of music, I would say. I like that. Um, because then you can tune into different stuff throughout the week. Like you said, you kind of have a, a genre for every day of the week. All right. We will close with this. I know Brian Dayball is just a great coach and you guys like him so much. Do you have any good Brian Dayball stories since you have been back? Because I know there's probably one for every day of the week that you get yeah. to interact with. And if you don't have one for him, do you have any for any of the offensive coaches that are um, PG? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Dave's is the best, um, by far the best coordinator I've ever, ever been around. Um, you know, so personable, best FaceTimes by far from him. Um, there's no ever calling straight FaceTimes, um, which everybody knows that. Uh, he has played a lot of golf lately. He's playing very good. Ooh, his golf um, game is up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's just a freaking stud. He is Mr. Buffalo. He knows everyone around Buffalo. You can't ever go eat. And someone will text him, hey, Davis was at this place. Um, so he's, he's got ears everywhere. Um, you know, he's a St. Francis guy. You know, there should be a statue out there in front, front of the stadium by now. We throw there in the offseason. Uh, Coach Smith lets us in. And during the day, so we're able to go throw there. And, um, and Dave's stories. You know, there's so many. There's he's so many. good at, yeah, yeah, he's just, there's so many. Well, I'm sure I'm sure you're excited. You guys are all back together and you get to see him, you know, face to face now instead of having to answer his daily or weekly FaceTimes. So. He's nipping up. He's uh, closing in on Josh to being a very good pranker. Whoa. His prank game has gone through the roof. Yeah. Any since you guys have gotten back. Yeah. A lot of a lot of phrases. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good. He, he's always one step ahead, you know, mentally. He's, he's thinking about the next move. And I think that's why he's such a great coordinator. He's thinking he's first and 10. He's thinking about what's going to be on second and three because he's going to call a good first play. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he, he's always very good at one step ahead, whether that be on the field and definitely off the field. I mean, he's very personable and he's going to be very, very successful as a head coach in this league.
Amazing. Well, we are happy that he's with the Bills for another season and with you and with Josh and with this offense, because it was incredible to see uh, what you all did last season, all of the records that you broke when it came to quarterbacks and when it came to offense as a whole, uh, total points. So it's, it's going to be a great 2021 season. Uh, we're all looking forward to it. But Davis, thanks for hanging out for a bit, answering some questions, telling us uh, a little bit more about yourself, the quarterback's room, and pretty much your job as a full-time coach on the Bills coaching staff. So congratulations uh, for that job. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, Davis, I'll see you later. We'll, we'll be at a practice this week, so it'll, get, it'll be exciting to see you guys on the field. Like you said, practice one today. Um, cannot wait for, you know, what's in store. So thanks for the time. Absolutely. And the weather's been fantastic. Yes, Buffalo summer. Finally, we're it's rolling. here. It was yep. like in the 40s and 50s a couple weeks ago, but we're back. And I hope we're it back. stays. 100%. So. Appreciate it. Also, thanks for tuning in to this week's Bills Pod Squad. If you are listening or watching presented by the New York Lottery, stay tuned for more to come.